0: Today, we will be starting with the buyer's decision making process. So, the question that you may get under this would be explain the stages in consumer buying process or explain the steps in buyer decision making process. Now, what are the stages a consumer will undergo before he decides what to buy? That is what we are going to understand here. Now, the first stage in the buyer decision process is the need recognition. Now, unless we understand that we need something, we are not going to go out and buy. So, therefore, it becomes important that the customer should realize that he is lacking something or he does not have something and there is a need to buy that particular product or to satisfy that particular need. So, once this happens, the consumer will move to the next step. So, how can you make the consumer recognize the need? Many a times, that is where the marketer uses the various promotional tools like advertising or it could be like, you know, a sales promotion offer, etc. which is being run basically to stimulate that need in the minds of the customer now once the customer understands that he is in need of some particular product the next stage that he moves on to is searching for information so what a customer would do or a consumer would do at this stage would be that yes i need this particular product let me see what are the alternatives that are available for me so what he will start doing he will start finding out from various sources information about the products that can fulfill the needs. Now for example, the sources can be friends, relatives or his membership groups or his own family members. Plus you have newspapers, television advertisements, holdings etc. And sometimes even the salesperson of this store can act as an information provider. So the consumer what he does, once he understands that he is in need of a product, he moves on to search information and he collects a lot of information from various sources. Then comes the third stage where now he has collected a lot of information, he has to evaluate what kind of alternatives he has in front of him that can fulfill the need. So what he will do? he will identify the products or the brands that can fulfill his need and he will use various parameters for evaluating them and uh, then what he will do once he evaluates all of them he may shortlist few of them and further he will assess each one of them on the basis of his need and then he moves on to the next step that is purchase decision making so at this particular stage what a consumer will do after he shortlisted few products he will decide the brand that he wants to purchase and finally he will make the decision where to purchase when to purchase how to purchase etc now once he purchases the decision doesn't stop there next comes the assessment of his purchase that is once he buys a product and he comes home and uh, then what he realizes that you know seeing his friends or relatives that you know their product is better than his then there is a dissonance or unhappiness in the minds of the customer or the consumer so that is when the consumer decides either to return the product back and buy a product which he had rejected in the assessment stage or if He will, If possible, he will continue to use it for some time and the next opportunity, what he will do, he will buy that product which he rejected in the previous time. So, he will buy that particular product. Now, on the other hand, the consumer brings the product home, he uses it and he is satisfied with what he saw. Then, automatically, what the consumer will do is, he will be satisfied and he will be delighted and he would recommend the product to others these are the stages in buyer decision process now let us move to the stage 1 need recognition so how does a consumer understands he has a need now for example uh, let us say that you know an individual wants to buy some food okay now, this is where how the decision making happens. We can take this as an example and then we will understand. Now, normally, what is the need? There is a difference between the actual state and the desired state. So, this is where there is a difference or a gap, and that is when the need arises. It means that ideally I should have had this, but in reality, I only have this. So there is a difference. So then the consumer feels that, oh, I don't have this, there is a gap, so I need something to fill that particular gap. Now, how this can be made possible? One could be internal stimuli, and the other one could be external stimuli. When you say internal stimuli, a person would understand that he needs food because he feels hungry, that is an internal stimuli. And to satisfy his hunger, what he should Think about is fulfilled through the external stimuli now at the same time you should also understand we generally buy food not because we are always hungry sometimes you know you watch an advertisement in tv for a pizza and looking at the uh, presentation of the pizza on the ad maybe you know you start feeling hungry and you feel that oh i wish i should have something now so that is how a consumer is made to recognize the need so in this case both internal as well as external stimuli will play a very important role and how does he collect the information he has personal sources as we all know his family, friends, relatives, neighbours who can provide information commercial sources from advertisement, sales public sources, mass media or there may be some uh, review etc which happens and seeing that also he may be interested Or experiential uh, sources, the one who is handling the product or one who is using the product. Their feedback and review can also stimulate. For example, you know, I am just browsing on Amazon. And then uh, I find good review for a particular product which I am just seeing. And uh, ideally I wouldn't have thought that I need that product. But then here, you know, after seeing the reviews, I feel why not consider buying a product like this. Right? So, these are all the sources from where I will be able to gather my information. And in the third stage, what happens? I am going to assess. Now, after gathering information, I have shortlisted, let's say, 4 or 5 brands. So, then what happens? I have to evaluate which one is suitable for me. So, how do I assess them? So, I compare let's say I have 5 brands in front of me. I compare them using various parameters. One is on the basis of product features. Second is how important is that product to me. Third is what do I believe about each of the brand available in front of me. And fourth is like you know what is the satisfaction that I would get if I buy brand A instead of brand B or what is the satisfaction i would get from each of the brand in case if i buy them so and apart from that i can use you know several other parameters as well but these are the predominant criteria used by a consumer so i may be using one of them or i can use all of them to judge which brand is suitable over the available ones so once i complete the evaluation i make a purchase decision so at this point what i at this point what i do is like i develop the desire to buy the most preferred brand so i have six brands in front of me out of which like let's say two brands i feel are the best and i prefer both the brand so at this point how do i select is One is I look at what is the attitude of other people. Do my friends also prefer this brand? Do my neighbors use this brand? Will my family member be happy using this particular brand? Plus the situational factors which are unexpected. So it could also be like you know, uh, you might have preferred brand A over brand B. But unfortunately brand A is not available at present. Or you may get brand A after some time but whereas brand B is readily available so on these basis you decide that you are going to buy brand B over brand A or you are going to buy brand A over brand B now once this decision is made as I said the post purchase behavior this is where the consumer compares what he expected from brand A and what in reality he has got so If the expectations matches with the perception or the product, then the customer is satisfied. But if the uh, product doesn't match the expectations, then the customer is dissatisfied, which results in cognitive dissonance or dissatisfaction. So this is how the buying process takes place. so what are the various types of buying decisions now the buying decisions consist of four types or the buying behavior consists of four types one is complex buying behavior second is variety seeking buying behavior third is dissonance reducing buying behavior and fourth is habitual buying behavior now when and where do consumer exhibit these kind of buying behavior now this can be determined with the help of these 4 elements one is like if there is a significant difference between the brands whether the involvement of the customer is very high or whether the involvement of the customer is very low this is one category the next is when the differences between the brands is very less even then is the involvement of the customer very high or the involvement of the customer is very low based on this we are going to understand the types of buying decision now let us take the first quadrant that is the differences between the brands is very significant or quite visible and the customer is involved in the decision making process so such type of buying behavior is called as complex buying behavior now what does complex buying behavior means now let us say uh, i want to buy a house now buying a house is a one time investment number 2 it requires a heavy amount of money to be invested third is the risk involved is very high and apart from that a number of other people satisfaction and dissatisfaction will depend upon my decision so then in that case i will always try to be very very careful while taking the decision so therefore what i will do i will try to collect as much information as possible then i will try to compare and understand what i am offering is relevant whether it is suit what i am buying is relevant and whether it is suitable for me and whether you know the risk involved is high or low so therefore my involvement right from the beginning till the end will be very very high such type of high involvement behavior is called as complex buying behavior in the second category the differences between the brand is very significant but the involvement of the customer is very very low now for example the risk involved in this case may be very less Maybe the amount of money that you need to spend will also may be very, very uh, insignificant. And third is, your decision is not going to affect the satisfaction levels of many others. So, therefore, as a consumer, you don't involve yourself much and you try to, you know, buy whatever that comes your way. So, such type of buying behavior is called as variety seeking buying behavior. For example, buying a perfume or let's say buying some face cream something new which has come into the market so you want to give it a try now for example there may be a significant difference between two brands but however you don't get affected by these differences and you don't spend a lot of time to you know, collect information but you just want to try it out because of the novelty therefore you just buy the product without even you know trying to understand the differences between the brands so then that is called as variety seeking behavior in the third quadrant you will see that the differences between the brands may be very less but the involvement of the customer would be very very high for example uh, let's say you know when you want to buy a gift for someone maybe you know the amount involved could be very less the risk may not be very high but however if you look at it Someone may be dissatisfied if the product doesn't match up with the expectation of the other person. So therefore what you do, you want to reduce the unhappiness or dissatisfaction. Therefore, you try to involve yourself more. Even though the differences may not be very very significant. Such type of buying behavior is called as dissonance reducing buying behavior. In the fourth case, the differences between the brands is also very very low. And as a consumer, you don't spend time to make the buying decision. Such type of buying behavior is called as habitual buying behavior. For example, when you buy toothpaste or let us say when you buy a Pack of salt or biscuits. In all these cases, what you do generally, there is a routine that you prefer certain brands. So, by habit, you just go and continue with the same brand. Such type of buying behavior is called as habitual. And one more thing is in these cases, it can also happen that if your preferred brand is not available, if it is being substituted by another brand, as a consumer, you wouldn't mind it. For example, I want to buy Colgate. If Colgate is not there, if the shopkeeper is giving Pepsi I'm still okay with buying that. Or let's say if I'm going to buy Parley gi I don't get Parle-G, but I get Tiger, so I don't mind because at the end of the day, both of them are glucose biscuits. I'm quite okay with it. So these kind of buying behaviors are generally called as habitual buying behavior now as a consumer how do you adopt a particular product now product adoption or brand adoption is very very important for a marketer because unless as a consumer you adopt a brand you will not continue to use it and you will not recommend it to others and uh, again another element is like adoption will also help you to move towards becoming a loyal customer what does that mean Today I'm using this product. If I'm happy and satisfied, i keep buying it again and again. And over a period of time, I become a loyal customer that I don't change my brand at all. Now, how do consumer goes through these adoption process? The first stage is awareness, where the consumer comes to know about the brand, the features, etc and uh, once he becomes aware of it at this point he may not be really buying the product but he just gets to hear about the product or see the product and he becomes aware of so and so brand is available in the market now after that the consumer moves on to the next stage that is the interest stage now again and again the consumer is exposed to the advertisement or let's say the brand at the shop or you know somewhere on the holding or somewhere when he passes by he sees that brand so this results in consumer developing interest towards the brand now even at this stage the consumer may not be really buying the product but at least he will notice the product and he will remember the brand name the third stage is when the consumer is not only interested but he gives it a chance what i mean by that is like. When he wants or when there is a need arises for such a kind of product, he thinks about this particular brand and he includes this brand within the set of brands that he wants to evaluate. So that is the evaluation that is the evaluation stage. And in this case, what will happen is the consumer may have three or four brands in front of him and he may try to you know. Take up this particular brand as a part of the evaluation process. And after the evaluation stage, the consumer moves to the next stage that is called as trial. So, this is where the consumer decides between the four brands that is available, this particular brand, he will at least give it a try once to see how the product is. And then From the trial stage, the consumer moves on to the adoption stage. When he is satisfied with the trial, he feels that the product is good. He can continue using the product. Then the product becomes a regular product in the customer's list. And then he starts buying it whenever a need for that product arises. So this is where the adoption happens. Now, what is the role of the marketer here? See, most of the times our advertisement or promotional activities will build awareness. But how creative are you will help you to push the customer from awareness to the interest stage. The evaluation stage will come only when your product fits into the consumer choice set. So, to push that into it, you have to adopt several promotional strategies so that the consumer will be interested in considering your brand and moving the customer from you know evaluation to trial is the biggest challenge that is where many a times you might see the marketers offering free samples or you know if you go to a supermarket they will try to give you some kind of uh, trial packs etc so this is where the marketer roles comes in and these are the different stages in adoption the next important uh, topic or the question that you have to prepare is the buying rules now last time in the examination i found that the answers were very generic generic means like you were writing it in a very general manner but what i expect you to present in case a similar question is given in the exam so you will have to take product by product and for each product Who will be the initiator, who will be the influencer, who will be the gatekeeper, who will be the decider, buyer and user. You will have to give step by step this particular answer. Don't just write it in general manner. Now, let us understand the various buying rules. Now, for any buying decision to take place, before that someone should initiate that particular process so normally the person who starts that topic why not we consider this product or why not we think about buying a product like this is the initiator now initiator could be anyone in the family ok or it can even be an outsider who can initiate this process but once the initiator does his job the buying doesn't happen immediately next comes the role of the influencer so influencer is a person who will motivate the people to take the decision process to the next stage now for example I am aware you know there is a need but still I don't take any action Now what happens, the influencer will influence me to move to the next stage of collecting information or evaluating the alternatives etc. So that is the role of influencer. Third is gatekeeper. Who is a gatekeeper? Gatekeeper is a person who will channelize the flow of information. So it could be like you know, an advertisement can be a gatekeeper, a salesperson in a retail shop can be a gatekeeper, or any of the family member who is interested in having the product can be a gatekeeper. So he will pass on the right information to the decider so that he can take a decision. Then the third or the fourth role is the decider. He is the person who is going to evaluate the alternators and who is going to take a decision. What product to buy, which brand to buy, where to buy, when to buy, how to buy etc. And uh, then the buyer is the person who actually buys the product. Sometimes the decider and buyer can be the same. Sometimes the decision can be taken by someone and the buyer can be someone else. And he is the one who actually goes and buys the product. And user is anyone who will be using the product, and it could be the same person or it could be different people. And uh, disposer is the person who will actually dispose of the product once the usage is finished. Now, let us take one example. Let's talk about buying a, uh, you know, television for a home. Now, the initiator in this case could be the Son or a daughter who finds that the neighbor has purchased a new television or they seen an ad about a new television with advanced features. Now, who will be the influencer in this case? The influencer could be an advertisement, the influencer could be the same son or the daughter who started the process and they will try to influence the father to Look for further information and also evaluate the various brands. The decider in this case would obviously be the person who is going to, who has more power in the home. So, probably it would be the father. And the buyer would be the one who is going to buy the product now the decider can be the father who can also be the one who will pay the money and buy the product or the decider could be the father who will take the decision maybe the mother and the son would go to the shop and they will buy the product and the user would be the entire family who is going to watch the television here the gatekeeper could be The son, because he initiated the process that we have to buy a new television. So, he will always try to give information related to the television, or it could be the advertiser, or it could be the salesperson in the shop who will tell the decision maker, You see, there are so many brands, but this brand is the latest and it has all these features. So, thereby, he will try to influence the decider or the decision maker so these are the various buying roles assumed by different people in the buying process so when you are writing in the examination what i expect is this is the sequence what i gave you and i gave you an example how to write about initiated influencer i want you to do the same